we live in. We live in a society. Living in a society. I think we live in a society. We live in a society. We live in a society. Shut up and come to the dark side, which is another way of saying we live in a society. We live in a society. We live in a society. Shut up and come to the dark side, which is another way of saying we live in a society. Hey yo, that was the remix. <laughs> uh, that was a nice little collab uh, called "We We Live in a Society" uh, by DJ Bruna and Mark, who's also a DJ. But we'll get to that later. Hi, welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been about a month since I made a podcast. Apologies, life got a bit crazy. But look, we're back now, and are we better than ever? Guess you're gonna have to keep listening to find out. Okay. <laughs> This is the We Have Little Faith podcast. My name is Brown. If you haven't been here before, this is a podcast where we talk about the concept of faith, what it looks like in people's lives, and what it could mean for our world today. And yes, if you have been here before, thanks for coming back. I appreciate you. Um, we now have an Instagram page. It's just We Have Little Faith, all one word. Uh, go follow us there for all the updates. And, you know, like and subscribe. Subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. Whatever tickles your fancy. Um, or all three if you want you know you could try that <laughs> uh, today we have on a guest my friend Mark he is a Catholic he's a radio presenter he is a meme lord maybe and <laughs> he is an all around very interesting person so I hope you enjoy our conversation where people who agree on many things but also disagree on many things um, so yeah I think it's a very interesting one and I hope you enjoy it. Mark, you can find his radio show on Spirit Radio, spiritradio.ie or, you know, on the airwaves between 88 and 94 FM, if I remember correctly. He also has a blog called The Radical Centrist, which you can find, you know, online as you find everything else. And yeah, it's got some interesting stuff in it. May or may not have an article for myself on it. So check that out and more interesting stuff to come on it. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled for stuff, for stuff. Um, I won't keep you any longer. Um, enjoy the podcast. Bye. So, Mark, thanks for taking the time to chat to me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Um, so, I guess just give your give give yourself an introduction because you're a strong, independent young woman. <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, I can do that. I've I've been empowered by society. Um, yes, yeah, so my name is Mark. Um, guess you could say I'm the face of radio in Ireland and um which you know I've always aspired to be um (laughs) I'm 20 I'm 23 um soon to be 24 next month uh mark it in your calendars and uh I've yeah I was I've always been raised in a um in a Christian family charismatic Catholic family um we used to um crash Brona's family events and eat their foods and ah, but you guys would bring meringues so i mean we couldn't yeah yeah there you go that was the peace offering <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate chip and walnut ones Ooh. do we do them yeah lorraine used to do them oh uh, not anymore gone are those days um i uh went to school that's a good thing to do and then i went to uh i went to dit which no longer exists it's now tud and i studied law uh, which I have done nothing with thus far, <laughs> because I'm because uh, I'm just one of those guys. 
but no, that's good. Yeah. So, like most of my guests so far have been from uh, my close friend group, which all originate from mostly I've Catholic families with charismatic Catholic backgrounds, which is <laughs> which is such a tiny. It, it's a, it's a very weird hybrid in the Christian yeah. world anyway. If you, um, if you want to talk like cross sections of the population, this is not a, this is not a populous demographic of society. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a good sample group. Um, uh, my sociology professors are probably pulling their hair out right now. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I feel like we always chat about culture, religion, society. Mm. Um, we often L- disagree. Living in, a, living in a society. Yeah, I, I think we have concluded almost... I think yeah. I think we live in a society. Yeah. Do you? I mean, I think so. Um, I think so too. My sociology professors, again, <laughs> if I'd concluded anything else, would be out of a job. But yeah, I think we often have like really different perspectives on things, but we can always have a very civil discussion about them, um, and always like end just find another round of drinks. You know, it's not going to be contentious. And I think that's something that we need more of in our world um, and we're doing it right so be like us <laughs> what i want to get back to with this episode um is just to talk a little bit more about sort of the concept of faith and and then applying that to i guess what it looks like in your life yeah i guess i asked you if you could in your own words define what faith is which is kind of a mean question i'm sorry but you know throw yeah, you yeah so. <laughs> well uh well did the Jordan Peterson of me wants to ask you what what you mean by define. What do you mean by define? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Well, I made okay. it sound like an old woman. I'm not sure with the frog. But. Well, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I would. I mean, I, how would you define faith? It, faith is uh, some of those, I mean, something that you believe. You know, at the most basic um, kind mm. of thing. And obviously, obviously, like we're um, like within the context of what we're talking about, we're talking about um, religious faith and faith in God. Um, but I mean, you see faith used in uh, in other ways and in other contexts. Maybe not so much nowadays, but I think maybe uh, a while back uh, you would have seen it. Because um, I mean, I mean, belief is. I mean, people people believe so many things. Um, I I guess it's kind of one way of just like stating your opinion. <laughs> It's like, yeah. oh well, I believe I believe this, and like often everyday conversation can translate as this is what I think this is my opinion. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and the, when when you like take it, then obviously it's very very different to, in a religious context. Mm-hmm. But there is something of a, cro- a crossover or, or an overlap, insofar as um, you know, faith is this decision uh, to to believe. It's yeah. kind of a look looking at everything and um, kind of. Um, you know, look at life experiences and and the people around you, and you know all these things that that you've heard that have been forming you as, as an individual, and then eventually getting to some stage and being like, okay, well now I have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do I decide that this is true, or do I decide that this is false? Yeah. And then that's um, I I think that's in in some way the genesis of of faith. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think faith is mostly a belief. Or, or a choice to believe. Um, I don't think it's something that seems that common these days. And I think skepticism yeah. is a lot more popular. Um, no, yeah, I, I get you. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, fence sitting is so much easier. <laughs> it's uh, which is um, like if you 
and if you look at it in, in the in the arena of politics um that's why people who are centrists um generally in kind of uh yeah you know me, political meme culture online just always gets slated from both sides for not choosing they're like everyone hates uh, them and it's so annoying everyone hates the just centrist, trying to yeah. have a nuanced opinion on something i just um, want everyone to be friends <laughs> shut up and come to the dark side um but yeah i think well yeah, i guess in relation to faith that there has to be a space where you're going i don't know what i believe i don't know what to put my faith in and it's okay to be in that for a while and to think about things yeah. or to even hold your faith with a bit more of an open hand than like closed fist of an extreme and um, oh yeah but i mean i mean everyone's like like everyone's in a, in a state of flux and <laughs> most things in their life and i don't think faith uh is is discounted from that um but i think it was what one, one distinction that i do like to make if you talk about oh um faith as like uh just simple um belief in and in, in a non-religious uh matter versus religious faith mm-hmm. is your boy uh, your boy clive staples um talks about it and so i just just had to get him in there as, as soon as possible because you know you, you know has to be done um gotta have your shout outs as, as joe gotta have your shout outs he yeah. talks about um he talks about that idea of belief as an active thing rather than a passive yeah. so if you have if you have secular belief um you're like oh well i believe um the government spends too much on x you're like well that's kind of a passive belief that's just um you don't need to you don't need to do anything to keep that up mm-hmm. you just decide on and then it's there uh, whereas religious belief um clive says is a that's an active thing that needs to be kind of nurtured and uh, and, and tended to yeah. uh, for it to for it to grow for sure, yeah, which I, is I, I totally an agree important with that. distinction yeah. to make. I think uh, one of my concerns with religious belief is that, you know, if you look at history and you even look at today, like, you know, there's this propensity towards that, well, we've got everything right. So um, you, you kind of move towards ideology. And that, that happens in every realm. Like, in the, you see it a lot in politics, especially. Now, but anyway, let's not talk about it before. Um, this this idea that okay, well, we've got it right, so we can do no wrong, or I don't have to keep thinking about it. I don't need to keep being open minded or continually, you know, having that active faith. Um, mm-hmm. but I think at its core, a true faith is that. Um, and from the outside, I think a lot of people view religious people as, you know, just having this solid belief that they're not going to budge from, that doesn't change, that's not dynamic or active. Um, Where it's, it's just this monolith of thought and yeah. uh, a dogma that's just completely unchanging. Yes, yeah, um, definitely. Sorry, you said dogma and you have that picture of Doge behind you, so I thought of Doge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> uh, you just have to say heckin' all the time, that's the only Doge, yeah. Dogema. Um, right, Heckin' sorry. indulgences. <laughs> You have to pay your heckin' indulgence, okay? Um, but yeah, so I guess with, with religion, I think that is for me the idea of like a true faith is someone that's always active in it. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, there is obviously this like historical and you know, propensity towards becoming dogmatic, becoming um, almost cultish, you know, in your belief. Um, but that's not 
confined solely to religion. So, you know, it, that's, it's more, I think, something within humans. Um, I think it's a part of human nature. Part of human nature to... To, to get complacent in a way, to, to kind of, it, it's, it's not so much like what you, eh, how much do I explain this properly? I think it, there's like something tribal and in some ways like dogmatic about humans. Like we want to be part of a group. We want to be part of a team. And then mm -hmm. once you're part of it, you, there's a danger of getting too comfortable with that and not starting to question and not continuing to keep it active. You know? Okay, yeah. No, I, I can get behind that. That makes sense. Just like sense sitting whereby... down and being like, this is my tribe. They can do no wrong. You're like, cool. excellent. This is easy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easy because now having a you, group... You're like, finally, you've, you've finally managed to wind your way in. Now you can sit with the cool kids at the <laughs> table in the high school in, in America and eat your lunch with them. And yeah. then you're like, boom, there's your identity. Yeah, it's, it's, like, a, it's like an easy identity, um, an easy place to sit at the table. and um, it means that you can you know there's a certain group of people that you love and like this is the mm -hmm. people i have to love and I, and you know at the core of it i think the, the call of you know obviously we're talking about christianity here <laughs> of our backgrounds but the core of it is like to love your enemy and to love the people who um are on different sides than you who are, don't believe the same things as you or who antagonize you and um, but it, you know when we're like, oh, but we're called to love our neighbor and my neighbor are these people. And yeah. this is my tribe and those people aren't my neighbor. Um, <laughs> and, and they asked him, Jesus, who is my neighbor? And Jesus said, charismatics from South Dublin and no one else. Um, and I've lived by that ever since and it's really worked out well for me. <laughs> yes. And now I'm comfortable on my identity and so is everyone else. And right. you know, it's great. And look, we don't have to disagree about anything. <laughs> well that'll be some world um, um okay great so i guess that's sort of what you logically believe faith is mm -hmm. like sort of in a more abstract way and what, i guess what does that look like in your life you're a, a catholic in dublin a young person um a radio presenter <laughs> and Hello. yeah what does what does like faith look like in your life yeah as a young person in ireland it's not it's not a very common thing so mm -hmm. yeah i i was i was over in a i was over in a friend's house recently enough and it, his dad his dad came in just to chat to us because everyone's starved for human contact communication <laughs> and um he just, he, he just wanted to talk to someone who wasn't in his family uh but i, I i'd met this guy a few times uh, but not i wouldn't know him too well at all and um but he, he said to me he's like hey ben tells me you're kind of a yeah, kind of involved in the church. And I was like, yeah, 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 for sure. And he said, oh, he's like, he's like, it's rare to see that. It's rare to see that nowadays. And uh, and I was like, ah, oh, sure. Well, look, like, there's always going to be, there, there's always going to be people in the church. The church is always going to exist. And uh, he said, I, I, I said to him, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm certainly not going to be, we're not going to be the last generation. And he was like, I was starting to think I was the last generation. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. to, to to have faith or 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 to believe to believe in something something bigger than yourself like that, and uh, I was like, oh, that was that's actually interesting, you know, because I I'm not sure if I ever would have seen that sentiment before, where and like one generation above me, so this guy, I mean, obviously said like half, half in a jokey manner, mm -hmm. uh, but but voicing that opinion of hey, you know, thought maybe we'd be the last, yeah, <laughs> and um, 
but but what's that what's that then look like um uh, i i i think and this is um if you if you grow up in the circles that, that we do you're kind of a you you hear this said and you're familiar with this concept that uh, the, the decision that conscious decision to, to believe or, or to have faith is um the most uh, um important one almost that they, that you're ever going to make uh because because if you say yes if you say yes this is true uh and i, and I do believe that uh then the the enormity of though if the of the implications of that decision um almost can't be overstated and uh, because it it has to change your entire world view um it has to take the the paradigm that you're in and just turn it absolutely on its head and that's super difficult to live out um it's a uh, it's uh, you know I, I always say hey words are cheap and i love words big fan um but it, it's it's very easy to, to kind of say that thing and then say okay well, well what does that look like and and i i think you can if you if you look at the the people in your life um who have who have had that experience or have walked that path before you um it can be lived out to various different degrees uh, and those degrees fluctuate at different times in your life um so it's uh it's like what does that look like sometimes it, it sometimes it looks one way sometimes it looks the other um it can be you know periods of you know what we would call spiritual dryness where you're like actually um if you if you were to if you were to take take an outside view and just look at my life um you know it actually wouldn't be very different uh, to that of other um guys my age in 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 my location uh, and then the, and then there's times where i'm where i'm very much you know kind of in it, like in in with the, the sense of god and uh and in 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 prayer and and and, and making a lot, much more of an effort to live out and that call and and that difference that should be present in my life and then you can say oh well now you see more symptoms um of that and so you know i i i'm still i'm still accumulating data on my life to say well what overall or what's the mean and the medium of overall what's uh, the yeah, net yeah. effect yeah i guess i guess yeah. that's i guess the question yeah yeah i think question? so i think the question was probably a bit wrong in the way i worded it there like what does that look like it implies some kind of like visual effect or like some kind mm -hmm. of like obvious difference um but i guess exactly what you said there like you know this decision to have faith is something that I think is extraordinary. Uh, something I think is what well, I've personally experienced as being something very difficult, but it is something that's extraordinary. And I think, you know, I want to highlight it more, talking to people who have faith. Um, and it doesn't look that crazy. Like the Christians that I know, they live normal lives. You know, they're not yeah. like shaving their heads, going off into the wilderness and wearing sackcloth, you know? Only, ones, on, only on weekends. Only on weekends. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's right after they slaughter the lamb and then smear the blood um on their foreheads um yeah. but that's just that's just once a week you know for the rest of the week they're a primary school teacher um <laughs> um but yeah it's, it's it's that fundamental change in the way that you see and interact with the world and i think i've that's the right word for it it's that like your life is not just what's here and now 
It's not just you going to the pub on the weekends and, you know, making the people around you happy. Even though those are good things, those are honourable things to want, but your life has cosmic repercussions. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't only bring, I guess in some ways, it's like all this religious experience of being a part of this cosmic order. Um, I don't know why the cosmic always makes it sound like woo-woo, but, you know, <laughs> talking about, like, the universe at large. So is that, is that also a, refer- like that. a reference to my background as well? <laughs> no, maybe. We're going to have to post a picture of that because none of this conversation is going to make sense. <laughs> Mark is actually sitting in, like, doge in space. Um, and if you don't get that reference... Just like unfair me now. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> where, where have you been for the past 10 years? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess that idea of like, <clears throat> there's like moral responsibility that, you know, there's debates out there as to whether that only comes from religious belief. You know, the existentialists yeah. definitely thought that your life has this cosmic responsibility as well. And um, just, yeah, the oh, God which, which is, is, is so interesting because, um, the, the, for me that was uh, i've seen i've seen this again to various degrees in in different people and uh, but w- when you see it in an extreme fashion it's always um i i'm, I'm always taken aback and what i'm talking about is um uh, you, you'll find you'll find i think a, the same or a similar sort of sentiment uh within different christian groups um given different kind of uh phraseology uh, you know, and so with very much within within Catholicism, um, in the traditional sense, it would be the concept would be referred to <coughs> as the salvation of souls. Mm-hmm. Um, within a more charismatic setting, someone could mention um, bringing someone to Christ or bringing someone to Jesus. Uh, but it, essentially, they 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 mean the same thing. They mean, okay, uh, well, um, is this person going to um, going to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ? Are they going to um, going to ex- accept him as their savior and they're going to live their life in accordance uh, with his word and are they going to attain eternal salvation and um, like w- w- when you say it like that like even even for me there's like th- this tiny part of me where it's like kind of cringes back and it's like oh that's like almost like too dogmatic or too whatever but but I think I think what it is what it what it is in me and I when, whenever I talk about this I always think of um one woman who I know who's maybe, maybe a couple of years older than myself, and um, but she's she's very much, very much in in, in that mindset of uh, of being being I'd say another phrase here is being kingdom oriented, hmm. um, and and it's so different, um, to the to the world these other people who are so so far convinced, um, of um, of of Christianity. And uh, that they're like, you know what? This actually is secondary. Yeah. Everything that happens on this world that is not geared towards the next is actually of secondary importance. And that's so different uh, to um, to just the culture around us that I am always fascinated by it uh, yeah. when I see it really being lived out uh, by someone. It's really cool. It's like a different economy of what matters, of what has meaning. Um, and I think, you know, that effect that like of living almost in a different reality to yeah. what people who are in the same place and time as you are living in 
I think you can see it like for me personally I think like you can see it across different religions like someone who's like there's like Zen Buddhist monk or you know like it, it actually those they it, to me the very end goal even though you know it's a very different process and different route I'm not saying all roads lead to Rome or anything along those lines <laughs> because there's problems on every road but <laughs> some of them don't lead to Rome um but it's it's that idea of like a different perspective, a different way of living that actually brings you into another, you know, kingdom, like the, you know, that, that Christian idea of living in a kingdom culture, which is the idea of living life um, as if, you know, it's heaven on earth and to, to treat yeah. um, each person as, you know, as Jesus himself, as, as the divine, um, which is a beautiful thing. Um, so yeah, I guess that probably wasn't the fairest question. What does it look like? But I think we've discussed it fairly enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I guess the last question I had is something I think we talk about a lot, which is culture and, and like our modern culture today. And I love culture. <laughs> man, I have so much culture. No, uh, I'm so culture. <laughs> I went on Erasmus, okay? Um, I've done wine tastings and... <laughs> since I was eight. I drank my coffee black. Um, yes, culture. Mm -hmm. um, what is it about, I guess, that there's a, I think there's a tie between religion um, and culture at large. Um, and, you know, one has an effect on the other. And I guess as someone, I, I always view you as like, now talking in a social sense, socially more conservative in that um true you have a propensity to look back towards the past for for wisdom and for i guess inspiration i think we've kind of lost these two terms of liberal and um conservative to the political realm and i want to bring them back into just like the cultural sort of personality realm like some people i think are just more changed up let's go you know burn the past let's move forward and other people who are slower to do that and it's a good thing we need both people mm -hmm. so i guess to you, do you find that Christianity is tied to a culture of the past? And what is it in that that you find um, could be useful for us today? Well, what a great question. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I love that idea of taking those, those labels of, I, I would almost, I, I tend to use conservative and progressive. Um, because right, I, I, yeah. I say w within within a cultural setting, I mean a conservative of someone who wishes to conserve the structures of the past um, in the idea that they work, and a progressive is someone who wants to con see constant change mm -hmm. and um, um, change not being synonymous with progress, but in the mind of the progressive, it often is. Yeah, um, I think that's good because actually it links very much very well to the idea of kind of like order and chaos. I'm not saying that like progressives are chaotic, but you need, you need both elements is what I'm saying. Like, cause I think yeah. there's a real tendency today, especially in politics, just be like, well, Republicans, conservatives are terrible, bad people. And then on the other side, go you know, progressives are these terrible bad people, weird, you know, yeah. it's we're the good guys and they're evil. Wow. That's really <laughs> conducive to dialogue. Nice. Love um, that nuanced opinion we have, um, yeah. but yeah. So I guess sorry, back to you. But yeah, th I like that idea of like the yeah chaos and order needing each other. Uh, yeah, if you if you want to if you want to general, generalize as well, you can say conservatives have a 
have a huge love for um, <laughs> uh, run, running things. So a, a, a system that is in place, the conservatives will run it. Um, without the progressives, that system will stagnate. Mm. And uh, the progressives will, you know, have all these wacky ideas of how things should be done. Uh, and then without the conservatives, um, they're never going to be implemented. Yeah. Uh, because, the, because the progressive at, at, at its heart is always changing. Yeah. Um, so never, never, never having time to settle and, and to build. Um, so, mm, yes, lovely. Love it. Um, L- lovely abstract. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I know we're just like, we're just dipping our toes into politics and being like, let's not. But the question was more like with reference to Christianity, with reference to religion, where do you see that dynamic coming into play? And what is it within, I guess, you know, Catholicism is sort of the, the holy grail of like traditional spirituality in, within Ireland for sure. And I think across the Western world, definitely, um, maybe not so much America, but definitely um, Europe. Um, and what are the benefits, I guess, the, the, the good parts that you are attracted to that you want to bring back for our generation? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do remember that was the question now. Um, I think and uh, you can feel free to roll your eyes at, at this uh, phrase because uh, it, it tends to get thrown around a lot. But I, I, I mention it because I think it's very true uh, in, the, in that the, the call of the Christian and, and ergo kind of part of the mission of wider Christianity is um, to be in the world, but not of the world. And I think, boom, yeah, <laughs> there we go. That's it. That's my answer. That's <laughs> um, and that's all for now, folks. Uh, that's all for now. Catch us next time. Um, I think... Because obviously we exist, um, we exist in this world, which is another way of saying we live in a society, and we uh, we are uh, integrated by by logistical necessity um, in in this in this culture in this group of people. We're you know we're Irish, we're European, we're Westerners, and I don't know. And um, but the the question the question you have to ask yourself is okay, well how much do we want to be a part of this and how much do we want to be slightly removed um from it and um, because a uh, and a church that um a church that conforms to the times dies with the times uh, and and every civilization for the past 2000 years um has uh, definitely had people within it who think that their civilization is going to outlive the church all of them have been wrong and uh, and you'll see that you'll see that that message parroted today. You say, "Oh, the church is finished. It's done." Mm. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. And if and if you were in any way knowledgeable of history, um, you, you'd realize that. And what wh- what does that mean for culture today? Um, I think the uh, the the church the church should not be the leaf that is born along the surface of the stream of culture, but the rock upon which that culture breaks. Mm-hmm. so the, the like the church should be a rock it's a it's a stone it's a monolith it is um it's not to see that it's, that it's unchanging very much like that that those uh like even the way in which the, the language i'm using mm-hmm. is, is almost intrinsically negative uh, yeah, yeah. now nowadays because of our progressive culture you say that is that which is steadfast that's that which is stalwart you say oh is that a negative? No, it's not a negative. Sounds that's, pretty that's, heavy that's, and pretty oppressive. To yeah, pretty. Yeah, mm, yeah. Who, 
who is that rock leaning on, huh? Who's it oppressing? Um, but the, the culture of, um, the idea of having this kind of constant culture, mm. uh, which you can say is, is the culture of Christianity, because Christianity has a cultural element. It's a cultural element that's built on love, and uh, that's built on um, trust and kind of faith. Uh, I mean, the, uh, the, the common law system of, of, of Europe was essentially derived from Catholic canon law. And and I, I think there there is then a culture of um of interdependency, a culture of community, um that um it's not it's not uh it's not individualistic, but it's not um uh but it's not collectivism either. Yeah. It's not yeah. um that I think I think there's a beautiful balance within within Christian social teaching of um of the individual. Yeah. Because uh, people are important <laughs> in case you didn't know we're not all just um you know social groupings uh, but then also realizing that we're so much more than the individual like yeah. we are we are a group and we are we are a community of persons um and for me i think i've seen so much of that in my life and um, thanks to thanks to my environment thanks to my family and my upbringing and i see i see in my life the benefits of that um, yeah. and i see them lacking I see them lacking in, in, in friends of mine who, who are close to me and who never had uh, the benefits um, that I did. Yeah. Um, and no, and I so think... I think, I think if, we can, if we can get those benefits to everyone, um, that would be excellent. And so, I, yeah, I'd be a big proponent of that, of that idea of, of culture. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting idea of sort of like these, is rock something that is outside of the culture of the time, outside of... The morality of the time that can critique it from the outside um but which in my experience anyway with the catholic church you know i obviously have some issues with it and um, some issues with some of the teachings and but i have never felt as if i couldn't be a part of it while i had those questions do you know what I mean i felt like it was big yeah. enough for my <laughs> questions like Pope Francis is not going to be like oh no Brenna doesn't understand this or doesn't believe this get out put it all down uh, get out, out. Um, but I do think also like it, that doesn't mean that the church is infallible well you know some people mm -hmm. do think that I personally don't think that and I think the church has changed but it's changed very slowly and um, and that gives me hope in some ways you know Vatican II was very different from Vatican I the changes that came in were slow, <laughs> but it, it wasn't this like quick switch between what's popular, what's cool. The way like, you know, it's just like you watch corporations these days, they literally hop on any hashtag that's coming up because they're like, yeah. oh yeah, sell this, buy this. And I, it gives me hope. It makes me appreciate that older tradition that's not like, no, we're not going to throw up this hashtag just because it's cool and popular. We're not trying to sell you a product. Um, and yeah. we're, we're not trying to commoditize religion. Um, and that's why I'm very suspicious of some, um, I would say, newer churches. Um, they're like the hashtag woke church or, you know, or on the other side, taking the extreme, you know, uh, conservative position. Something that's not even, yeah, that are not even, it's not even Christ's teachings, but they will jump on that to combat that because they're selling a commodity to people. Um, in my opinion. <laughs>
Yeah. And I, I think that is also an aspect that appeals to me that you have kind of this, this friend, frenzied world where we're, you know, we're just bombarded with um, kind of consumerism and, and, and advertisements and notifications and trends. And uh, I, I was talking to a friend of mine recently and um, he, he was, we were kind of talking about the, the current social um, climate, social political climate. And he said, what, what do you think is going to come out of it? And I was like, you know, honestly, I don't think much because, because there's going to be something else. There's going to be another trend and there's going to be, <laughs> because, because that's, that's, the way the, that's the way the world works. And to see something that is so countercultural like that, where it's just this kind of, you can, you can almost envision this kind of ponderous, kind of slow moving uh, body, um, yeah. which has, which has a, a lot of attraction for me because I think in, a decision made hastily is one that's more likely to be regretted. And then when you have, when you have the church that kind of like has existed for so long, there's such a wealth of knowledge, there's such a wealth of wisdom uh, within that body, and then you you see them just kind of almost watching the world go by and 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 kind of sifting through everything and and taking taking what what they want and like passing it around, examining it, pondering it, and then saying like, okay, now let's make a decision. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the uh, the Ents from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The ants don't make don't make decisions quickly, and uh, but it's because it's because they they're gonna be around for a lot longer uh, yeah. of a time yeah. than than everyone else. Yeah, and I, I do think else. I do think you know there's a huge amount of benefits to that, which is obviously why I'm interested in traditional teachings. Um, and and you know, but um, I guess this this slowness to change can be criticised. Um. In many ways and you know has led to a continued uh, hurt of some people um like we all know <laughs> issues that have happened within churches we all know of times in which churches have acted against the benefit of, of some people particularly minorities for me when i look at the catholic church sometimes i'm like is this ever going to change like you know you know for example like the place of women in the church i'm sometimes like i don't see much being done and mm-hmm. at times I'm like, well, could it maybe at least happen in my lifetime? Or are we going like, to, or um, I guess like you have to take, for me, I'm like, I have to take the positives with the negatives and say, and yeah, I don't know. I've hoped for it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know. For, as in, for I, I, I'm, I'm wary of that slow moving, but I'm even more wary of this snap decision, quick changing thing. Of I revolution. Yeah, I think it's so, can be so destructive. Um, yeah yeah i guess well, revolu- revolutions can be destructive what a crazy concept that's totally not borne out by historical backup. whatever we're about sitting here benefiting from the 1916 one so mm. on the irish no our our revolution was the good one everyone else's sucks. yeah everyone else's was bad <laughs> yeah yeah no i know what you mean um but i guess yeah that's pretty much all the questions i had for you i think it'd be interesting maybe we can talk about this now and then I can just edit it out if we don't have, if like it's going on too long. What's been helpful for you in your Christian walk and in your, in your, in your um, deciding to have faith? What, what are some resources you would recommend to perhaps some young people who might be listening who are like, yeah, you know, Christianity, I've experienced some of it. I, I like it. I just don't know if it's what I want. Um, what would you recommend? Because I'm sure you were at you you were at that point at one stage in your life, you know. Oh yeah. You probably um, returned to it. 
times sometimes <laughs> quite, quite, quite a few times yeah. um uh yeah and um, it's it, it's it's funny because people people come to people come to faith and people come to christianity in drastically different ways mm. um i know i know of people who have been converted by watching youtube videos um of um uh analyzing um like analyzing works and having um kind of debate style discussions between different philosophies and, and ideologies mm. and through that and and through that they came to the conclusion that christianity had a right and that i would say is quite an unusual uh path to uh to faith mm. um i think because um people are um emotional beings they're intrinsically emotional beings uh, more so than logical um and you see that born out in in life yeah. and 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 so i think one of, one of the biggest things that, that that brings people is is um is like is is like this it's human conversation and it's interactions with other people um who are able to share um what what their experience of faith has been um kind of what what they what they struggled with what they find helpful, which I'm, and now I feel like I'm just saying um, what, what your question was. Okay, so what um, you're saying is you want to find someone whose values you would like to imbue, um, whose way of living their life you think you will respect, and to pull them aside and to ask them. Yes. Um, yeah, and if if someone's in, if uh, if somebody's in that boat that that you mentioned, where you're like, oh yeah, I kind of know something about Christianity. Um, I actually had a, a funny experience a few years ago, uh, wherein I was um, I was having lunch or dinner, so dinner with, with a bunch of guys. Uh, we're right in town, and uh, one of them. And All the lads not, out on the town. You're not allowed to laugh at this, okay. um, but but one of the guys who was uh, who was my who was the coach of our um of our university video game team he was there not and laughing. <laughs> uh not laughing no you're not laughing and uh he was this is the first time i'd i'd met the guy uh properly and uh so we you know we we're just kind of shooting the breeze chatting and then there's a bit of a lull in the conversation and uh and, and he turns to me and he goes he guess he's like so mark you're uh you're like a bit, little bit into like your faith and stuff I thought, oh, here we go. So this is gonna be it. He's gonna start a whole scene in this uh, in this mm. burger joint that we're in. And then, uh, then I was like, yeah, yeah, well, I guess you could say that. And then he says, he says, yeah, I've actually just started reading uh, Mere Christianity. <laughs> and like, I was bro, like, oh, welcome. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this has gone a different way than I expected. So yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. what do you think? About? He said, yeah, like really interesting, like really good ideas. And um, so for, I, I'd say for someone who's at you know, square one, um, mm. stage stage zero, ground floor, um, mere Christianity will yeah. deal with a lot of the core concepts of yeah. um, of of the faith, and and he, I mean, C.S. Lewis uh, occupies the space in in Christian writings that he does because of the accessibility of his writings, and yeah. I how, think it's um, just impossible to hate C.S. Lewis. Like and this is a an, another another conversation for another day. Yeah. Uh, but that uh, that whole thing of um, like, sh show me your friends, and I'll tell you who you are. I definitely in the past would have doubted that sentiment. Um, I think it's I don't really doubt it now at all. Okay. I think it's really true because uh, I've seen it happen so many times of people who will who will go into come into a new friend group or go into a new friend group, and they're different at the start, and then at the end they are simply not. Mm -hmm. Like there's 
um, just in, in, in relation to, you see changing social ideas, changing political ideas, um, because if you are just bombarded with like the same message over and over again, like it just, it does get, get born into you. And that, and that I can, you can say, oh, well, that's an intrinsically negative thing. I don't think so. If it's a good message, that's a good thing. If it's a bad message, it's a bad thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But so that's where you, I would are, say you are always going to change. I think every conversation you have with someone, every interaction you have with someone, you should be, in my opinion, open to change, but not so open to change that you're literally just going to melt whatever they think. But, um, you know, if they present something to you that is in complete conflict to what you believe, you have to do some work then to figure out whether that's going to oh, be yeah. something you believe or not. And, you know, if you're not thinking about it, if you're not aware of it, you can very easily just float along when you talk to these people, don't mention this when you're talking to these people, you know, affirm that in them. Um, but at the end of the day, like as an individual, really considering what you believe um, when you're talking to someone, even in just like a casual conversation, you know? Yeah. And I, I love that. I mean, I, I think, I think I started around two years ago, I go out of my way to, um, to like, and subscribe and uh, to people who i completely disagree with on almost everything uh, yeah. and then i will yeah. and then so that so that i'm so that i'm confronted with their content and i have and i have to look through it and see okay what can i um what do i disagree with if i disagree with it can i debunk it and mm. and say well this is why that's not the case um and if i disagree but i can't debunk it well i have to sit down and i have to have a good long hard think yeah. um about um about what i've what i've just seen yeah. Uh, which is so fun. One of the one of the times in your life where you'll meet like the most amount of new people is when you go to university and you go to college. Mm-hmm. And I could probably probably had like two or three conversations about, or or like, or I probably had two or three instances of people coming to me and like asking about religion and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But yeah, a lot of people, like people talking generally about religion. I think there's like, well, there's I think there's a social reluctance um, to do it. Yeah, uh, I think people then, are probably a little bit tired of. And then that's the other aspect of it. Of um, it's like they're like it's 2020, man. We don't have to talk about this anymore. Mm. That was back. That was that was something for the 1980s, and now we're finished. <laughs> Religion's over. Such a, such um, a ridiculous sentiment. But yeah, you know, in some ways, culturally, it's not relevant to many young people. Um, and for me, I don't think you have to have um, you know, a religious tradition to have these conversations. I don't think you need to be a religious person to talk about these topics or have thoughts on them or to experience spirituality. So yeah, for me, like, I guess I'm, I'm passionate about just talking to anyone about this because everyone has thoughts on it and we're not encouraged to ask those questions. Our society doesn't encourage you to, to ask the why, why are we here? Um, they want you to ask what can I buy next? who am i tell me who i am and um so i i was hopeful because i see a lot of people in philosophy asking these questions um so but yeah i think the conversations are so important oh yeah get out there get thinking get talking get your thinking caps on guys um grant listen mark we're gonna get even more off topic so i'll just end this here (laughs) more off topic how far can we go what is what is the what is the topic we could talk about that is the most possible off-topic? Um, Mark, thanks for chatting with me.
Thanks for chatting to me for, today. Thanks for words. Thank you yeah, for having for me. Great. Um, this is going to be fun to edit. <laughs> yeah, so that was my conversation with Mark. Look, um, we actually went on for way longer than that and we got very off topic, as you can hear uh, us joking about at the end there, but had to edit it out because... You know, it was just too much. I'm going to have to get him back on uh, to talk about those other topics we mentioned um, again. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Look, um, if you're interested in Christianity, Catholicism, I highly recommend you go look into it. If you're not interested in it, that's okay too. Uh, <laughs> there's plenty of other things out there and there's plenty of ways to, to think about faith without it, in my opinion. But... That's just my Um Yeah, thanks for being here. I love you. Goodbye.